episode number 67, the Design Much podcast. Clap in three, two, one. Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. And we are live. We're live? <laughs> not live, Andy. We're never live. Yeah, we're we, not live. We're, we're recorded live. Previously recorded live. That's what this is. Previously recorded live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're live on the East Coast, but not the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You know, I was thinking we should get like a studio audience. Probably when when all of this COVID stuff is over because we can't really do it then. But we could do it. We could do we could do a studio audience with eighteen or less people. That's right. (laughs) Because there'd be two of us and then eighteen other people, and we'd all have to wear masks. Which might might, be kind of hard. Yeah, it might just sound like like that. But it would be relevant because I think most people talk that way. That they're very used to that, right? Yeah. Nowadays. <laughs> we had a studio audience once, remember? Yeah, that was great. What episode was that? That was the uh, Live in the Hive episode. Live in the Hive. That was a fun was episode. Fun. We got to do that again. Yeah. Once everything blows over. Mm-hmm. Next year or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> what... Is our topic du jour, Andy? Our topic du jour. Well, let's go ahead and find out, Patrick. So it looks like our topic today, Patrick, (laughs) (laughs) comes from friend of the show, Nick Bluth. Nick said, you guys should do a chicken. You guys should do chicken switches. (laughs) You guys should do chicken switches. Yeah. Should we do chicken switches? We should do chicken switches. And that's not like the the, the funky chicken, like a not a dance or anything. Uh-huh. Right. Right, Patrick. You are correct. Um, we should probably define what a chicken switch is. Yep. Let me pull it up really quickly. The origin of the chicken switch, which I believe was invented by NASA. Ooh. Um, what is a chicken chicken switch? Okay, let's see. The chicken switch is... This is that part of the episode where we Google stuff. It's fun. <laughs> um, the original chicken switch was a powerful name. Uh, an electrical arc flash safety. Uh, I think this is the wrong one. Hmm. If I remember correctly, a chicken switch was invented by NASA or the Air Force the United States Air Force, somebody. It's the switch you pull. It's like the ejector switch. It's like the switch you pull when everything's going down and you got to get out of there. Okay. The chicken switch. Let's go to this. Let's go to the Wikipedia. Oh, this is the Melvins. Never mind. It's different. Different chicken switch. I swear it was NASA. One of our friends in the studio audience could be Googling this with us. Yeah, I'm also looking this up. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I'm seeing somewhere else that's saying that it is um, escape hatch sort of thing. So yeah. it's a switch that would um, let you escape from a fighter jets or something if it's going down. Mm-hmm. And I think they had those in boats as well, submarines. Like kind of a switch that you could pull that would open a door in a sub or something like that so you could get out of it if it was sinking. That's where the terminology comes from anyways, is, is the escape hatch terminology. Yeah. So in user interface, in user interface, we would call those, we'd call a chicken switch something like you go to delete something and a chicken switch would pop up and ask you, are you sure you want to delete this thing? And then you would go, yes, because I hit the delete button. Yeah. But it's like, it's an escape hatch kind of in reverse a little bit, right? It's like, it's a it's a measure that, that we've used or adopted in UI. Um, I would, and in my opinion, improperly to uh, prevent users from making errors. Yeah, exactly. So, it, yeah, so it's, uh, I like that chicken switch in reverse. So if you are um, going to do something that could be um, potentially disastrous, it's a way to stop you from doing that. Yeah. Right. And there's all kinds of methods for these. The typical one that was adopted, I believe, in Windows 95 um, <laughs> was the are you sure, right? It would yeah, pop yeah. up. You'd click something. It would pop up, and it would say delete. So the problem with some of these designs is is more the design, not the actual chicken switch. But it would pop up, and it would say deleting uh, Andy, and it would say, are you sure you want to delete Andy? And then the call to action would be yes or no. And if you said no, then nothing would happen, right? It would just go away. Mm-hmm. Nothing would be deleted. If you said yes, it would delete it, right? Um, the problem with it is they don't prevent anything. That's That's been proven. They don't prevent anything. People still delete. In fact, we had this at Canopy, right? We had a chicken switch in for people deleting contacts at one point. Mm-hmm. They... It, did, it never worked. People were still deleting contacts. And this was back in the day when we were a little startup. So, like, if you deleted your contacts, you had to call customer support um, and be like, I need, to, I need to turn my contacts back on. And then we had to have a developer go into the database and pull them all out. And so it was kind of ugly and gross. Um, and so um, it wasn't working. The chicken switch wasn't working, obviously, because nobody reads anything. So it wasn't working. And so then they added this big red banner that said danger zone. Do you remember that, Andy? Yes, I've seen that big banner. <laughs> so danger zone. And guess what happened to people accidentally deleting contacts? What happened? It still happened. It never, it never <laughs> went away. The chicken switch, even with the danger zone uh, redness and scariness on it, it didn't didn't work because that's what people were trying to do is delete their contacts. They didn't know mm-hmm. they didn't know all the ramifications for what that meant, but that's they they were clicking on that on purpose, not by accident. They weren't bumping it with their elbow and being like, "Oh no, I lost everything." So chicken switches don't work because people generally my my old adage is people generally go they call customer support and they tell customer support they didn't mean to delete something. Mhm. They really did. They just made a mistake, right? And as as a user interface, we we design a user interface that allows them to do that. If we really wanted to prevent them, we would actually prevent that from happening, right? Yeah. No, I think there's another reason why they don't work, Patrick. Um, there's also 
Like we, we, in terms of a UI, you know, as you mentioned, it's been back since like windows 95, we've been conditioned to kind of hate these dialogues that pop up. These, are you sure windows that pop up? They're very annoying. They get in the way of what you're doing and you're always trying to get rid of them. So the first thing you see is this dialogue and you go, oh, and you just click anything you can to get rid of it. You don't actually take the time to read it. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you, everyone has been conditioned to always hit the primary button on that dialogue <laughs> to move to the next thing. Um, so I think that's another reason as to why it doesn't work because people just hate those so much. They just try to get rid of them and just advance on to what they really want to do. So if they're clicking delete, they they just click yes in yeah. that dialogue um, without taking the actual time to, to read that dialogue. So, Yeah. The the only time that I feel like – well, the other, the other part of the chicken switch is that I think they they fail because they don't speak to our users in the way – they don't speak to our users in a, in a friendly manner, right? They sort yeah. of – they sort of – the, the system is telling the user what they're supposed to be doing rather than the user staying in control. And if you go back to like interaction design 101, that's in your top 10 list of like users should feel like they're in control, right? Mm -hmm. So – when you provide a chicken switch like that to the people who want to do it, it makes them feel stupid. It makes them yeah. feel like the computer's smarter than them and we're putting them down. So you can rephrase those, but I think to your point, I think we've been so conditioned to use that to, to just dismiss that interaction that it doesn't even matter what it says anymore. Um, and it's not an effective way to prevent an error. Like it's, it's never been proven to be an effective way to prevent an error, whether whether the computer is is talking down to our user or whether they're polite. Um, mm -hmm. There's even the one like the one that kills me is like the MailChimp one, right? When you when you go to like delete a campaign in MailChimp or do something in MailChimp that seems remotely destructive, MailChimp asks you to type in in all caps delete and then hit enter, mm -hmm. which still has never prevented me from accidentally deleting anything. Yeah, it actually right? kind of makes it a really annoying UI where you have to take the time to like do a full caps. Yeah. And it's just like it's more like friction that I didn't need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like extra like no, I I'm, I'm doing this. I understand the consequences of Mailchimp. Quit talking down to me and making me do extra hula hoops to get through this thing, right? Yeah. Um we do the same thing with logins, right? We get annoyed by like how like those are those pictures that they all look like signs to you because they're all blurry and then the guy the, the things like pick the six that are signs and you're like six there's nine you know and then you feel <laughs> stupid because the computer's smarter than you <laughs> so like we do this all the time in ui we don't take we don't we don't look at ui we, we band-aid it mm -hmm. we say oh well we put the we put the delete button right next to the edit button yeah right and then we're like, okay, well, but how do we fix that? Well, let's just put a chicken switch in on the delete. So if they accidentally hit delete, then they'll be told that they're deleting the thing. Well, they might think they hit edit and didn't read the pop-up and hit go or yes or whatever the CTA is like you're talking about and delete it, even though they thought they were editing their thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, these things don't work. These things just don't work. And we need to, we need to avoid it. We need to do better stuff like not putting deletes not putting constructive or destructive actions next to, you know, non-destructive actions. Um, <laughs> we need to be better at that kind of stuff, you know. And there's there's other ways to add friction. You can add an extra click in there. 
Mm-hmm. You know, have them open a menu, then hit delete, yeah. rather than have the delete icon. So there's lots of different ways you can you can you can prevent things from happening and not make the user feel like they're a moron. The, the funny thing that I like about the 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 use of the term chicken switch is it goes back to the guy in the airplane. You're like his airplane's going down, right? And he's he's got a, he's got a bail out of this thing, so he pulls the chicken switch. Does it? Does the chicken switch that he pulls ask him if he's sure? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like does does the airplane go? Hey, you sh- you're you're bailing out, man. <laughs> like, you're risking life and limb on there. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> like, it's just funny to me that that that's the irony of the chicken switch terminology. Is yeah, that you would never put that on there. No, exactly, and I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I think like as to what you said, like it's um, it's a problem as well because it, it feels like the you know the, the user interface is talking down to the user, like they're second guessing their their actions, right? But mm-hmm. as a user, if I actually did want to go delete something, it is so annoying for that that second guessing to happen. So if I, I click, I see a delete icon, I click it, and then it's like, are you really sure you want to delete? Like actually, yes, I do want to delete. That's why I click the delete icon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So like another solution as well to this is like actually let just let it happen, let it delete, and then like I've seen I've seen solutions where it'll show like a pop up that'll says okay this let's say I'm deleting a file on a file system or something right, so I, I delete this file and then I see a pop up that says this file was successfully deleted and there's an option there to undo that deletion. Um. Or there's another thing that's like, there's an archive. If I want to delete something, it goes to the archive and then it'll be automatically deleted in 30 days or it'll, um, I have to go back and manually delete those things. Like adding that friction, like you said as well. So it's, there's definitely a lot of solutions to help solve for this. Um, but yeah, I think it it's a lot better to, to think about what the user's feeling instead of like making them go through unnecessary friction to do what they need to do. Yeah. Well, if you go back to the if you go back to the top ten heuristics, you know, the the Jacob Nelson heuristics. There's mm-hmm. two of them. There's error prevention, and then there's error recovery, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have error prevention, you have error recovery. Well, you can do what you can to prevent an error, but errors are going to happen. And so all yeah. too often, I think interfaces rely on trying to only get away with prevention rather than recovery. Recovery is what really is what Really, like it's going to happen. If your recovery process is you try to prevent it with a danger zone chicken switch, it still happens. The recovery process we had at Canopy was calling into support, using a developer's time, getting a backend dev to split off in it for an hour and recover those things. Whereas like just building that recovery process into your application allows the user to be in control and they never have to feel stupid. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they, they're they able deleted, to make they're those like, mistakes. Oh dang! I just did. I just delete all my contacts, and then there's like an undo button, or they know, like you talked about, there's like they can go over to the archive and be like, okay, redo all of these people, right? Mm-hmm. So those are better ways for the user to stay in control. A lot of times too, I think when we're building features, and I know this happens more at startups, happens because of the whole lean UX stuff and all that stuff. Is like we want to get stuff out quickly to our users. And error recovery is one of those things that can be very difficult to build into an application. Yeah, that's true. And take, take more time. So a lot of times we, we punt on that and then be like, throw up a chicken switch. 
But the reality <laughs> yeah. is, is it doesn't work. It, like we're fooling ourselves to thinking that it works. And that, and this is a personal preference for me, but like when I'm working, when I'm like doing work in a software, I almost expect there to be um, some sort of way for me to recover um, the work that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, like I, I think like in our modern day, like when we have, we're so used to like, you know, Google Docs or so used to like um, so many ways to, to back up our, our information. So if I, I do mess something up, I can like look at the versions of that thing or I can revert and be able to go back to where I was. It's more of an expectation that I have. So it's, it'd be even more scary if I have that expectation then all of a sudden like I'm working this thing and I delete it and yeah. oh, there's no way for me to get it back. It's just, <laughs> so I think like it's, it's, it's a smart as a experience. And I think a lot of users, um, would have that expectation to be able to recover their data. Um, so with that in mind, I think that's something companies, especially new startups should consider in terms of experience. And, and we talked about this with the last episode, you should invest in UX sooner rather than later um, mm-hmm. so that your company can have a, a way better experience that can scale versus having to go back and um, fixing that in the future. So if they did just go and say, let's just build a bunch of chicken switches across the application, that UX isn't going to scale well, and they're going to have to go back and rebuild everything from scratch with a base layer of recovery. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's something that um, many designers, many companies, I think, should consider that this should be a a, a very standard thing in many mm-hmm. applications that you can recover the data. So then we have less chicken switches, less second guessing, um, and a way better experience with with users to be able to trust what they're doing in your software. Yeah, feel confident, feel in control. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. I think those experiences are more ubiquitous than they were back in the late 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Applications didn't have data recovery methods. You know, yeah. once it's gone, it's gone. They, they weren't invested in that. I think now more companies are invested in that, and so it is becoming more ubiquitous instead of the chicken switch being the ubiquitous thing, right? Yeah. That's, that's usually the argument that I get is – well, this app does the chicken switch and this app does the chicken switch and all these like MailChimp does it and, you know, Abstract does it and GitHub does it and all these people do it. So why don't we do it? And I'm like, because we're better than them. That's why we don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we treat our users better than that. All right. Just yeah. because it just because it exists. And I think the I think the big problem is it exists in predominant operating systems. Right. Mm-hmm. Like both both Mac and Windows operating systems still continue the use of a chicken switch. Yes. They still do it. And so I think I think for us when we're trying to build applications and we're trying to build those things, it's almost like we have to build in that familiar pattern versus do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot of things that are held over from a past life that we don't we've that people just do and we don't consider the ramifications of those. You know, like we're we're used to. There was a paper a long time ago about where the print, the print action was, in your window, like in your browser window or in your like document window. It's under file, right? It's file print. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows why it's there. Well, it turns out it was just it was just put there because the guy didn't know where else to put it. Now it doesn't actually make sense there. It doesn't really truly make sense there, but that's where it, that's where it kind of landed 
Is there a better way to do it? Yes. But are we so familiar with it now? It's almost like we can't turn back. Yeah. <laughs> but I think now that we've had the replacement, we've had air prevention, like you've talked about, had air, uh, air recovery methods come out more and more and more in applications, and they do it more. I think that is that is overtaking the the, the crappy chicken switch situation. Yeah. You know, more more companies are building it in, they're relying on it. And now our user expectation, like you talked about, is there and now it's scary when it's not there. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everybody wants version control. Everybody wants an undo button. Everybody wants an activity feed. Everybody wants it like in 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 B two B companies too, they like where you have 10 people working on the same platform, working on same content, you know, supervisors, managers, all these people even want higher levels of accountability inside the application. So they know, oh, this was deleted on this date and by whom, you know, mm-hmm. by who did it. So I think, I think all that stuff is more ubiquitous now and, and should be more of an expectation in our applications. And I've, I've had that expectation <laughs> when I've gone to like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm so used to like, um, you know, command or control Z on my computer, right? Yeah. You can just do that. It's like one of the best inventions. <laughs> and when I'm like, when I like go to like um, sketch something out on a piece of paper, like I'm like sketching out a UI or something, I have very many times been like, <laughs> okay, commands. Oh, I can't do command Z right now. <laughs> how, do, how do I get rid of it? <laughs> like I just expect that. Um, and so like I think, <laughs> I think that we should all expect that. Um, yeah. It should always be a part of our software. I can see you drawing a keyboard on your paper and then like drawing above it and then being like, command Z, it's not working. It's not working. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> Just draw the, draw the two rectangles, command draw Z, the two rectangles. and then try to hit them. Command Z, command Z, command Z. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it, would, it wouldn't work. I would kind of want to try it. I might try it next time I'm doing a sketch. Yeah, give it a shot. Maybe you you there's some magic in there that yeah. you didn't know about. The universe has a command Z. You just all you got to do is draw it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I'm rethinking this whole entire thing. If I if I go back to the movie Top Gun, and I think <laughs> about Goose, when Maverick pulls the ejector, when he pulls the chicken switches, right, mm-hmm. to eject both of them, Goose, the 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 canopy, the apron, whatever it's called, the glass does not leave fast enough because they're in this flat spin. The goose, the ejector rams him right into the thing and kills him, busts his neck and kills him, right? Okay. If, 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 if their chicken switch, the ejector, had a chicken switch, are you sure you want to do this? Maybe it would stall just enough time that Maverick was like, oh, what if the canopy doesn't blow off and and goose hits his head? Maybe there's a different way to do this. (laughs) Maybe he, maybe, maybe Tom Cruise... I mean Maverick, sorry. Maybe Maverick would have second-guessed his decision and Goose still could be alive today. You know, maybe. But then we wouldn't have the drama of that movie. You know, that 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 defining moment that Tom Cruise had to go through. Yeah, he wouldn't have learned anything. Exactly. So once again, I think, I think, uh, I think we are right, Andy. The chicken switch is a bad thing <laughs> because people need to learn. They need to grow. When you delete... When you delete 350 of your contacts, maybe that's the universe telling you, like, don't do that again. Oh, it is. It's a maybe huge learning moment. Maybe you're in. Maybe you're in a hurry, and you need to think about what you're doing a little bit. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. 
Yeah, when you know. see when you do it and you see a little thing pop up and it says you deleted three hundred and fifty three contacts, <laughs> would you like to undo? Yeah. For a moment, when they're first reading that, they're like, "Oh crap!" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they see the undo, and it's like the, it's the software, the system saying, "I got you." Yeah. You can undo this, so it's like it's a great learning experience. Like, oh, I should be more careful, but I do have this fallback, and I'm going to be okay. <laughs> it's a it's a roller coaster of emotions in a split yeah. second, but it's a. Uh, it's an important one. But the user can't blame the UI at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's another thing. If you put in a chicken switch, the user will blame you every time. The user will de- delete their 50 billion contacts, then call you and say, like, your interface did this to me. And you, you can't be like, it, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It did it to you. But if you had an undo, they don't even call you because they fix it. It's done. They don't even worry about it. And now your user interface looks like the hero looks like the one that saved the day and that's and how you sleep at night yeah and it's the it's the it's the coworker that that they want to work with like who would want to we talked about this we used to joke around about this when we talked about chicken switches and canopy but like if you treat your interface like a coworker do you want like like if you're working with somebody you walk over to them you're like hey can i do this thing and they're like are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> you're going to you're going to you're going to want to work with that person like 3 days. <laughs> and then you're going to try to figure out how to get that guy fired. <laughs> Cuz he's that's so annoying. Like it's just like why does that guy think he's smarter than me? Why does that guy he always questions my actions. He he's always doing stuff like Yeah. But if you had the coworker that was like let you do something and then help you fix it, you're going to love that person. Yeah, exactly. Your coworker, coworker is supposed to be like um, intuitive and help you do your job the best you can do, right? Yeah. Not just make your <laughs> make you question yourself every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Am I sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you if you went to your boss and you're like you're like, uh, hey boss, can I have a can I have a raise? And your boss is like, are you sure you want to raise? You're like, what's wrong with me? That was weird. Why did he ask me that? Versus like, let's say promotion, because that can be devastating, right? Yeah. You go in and you say, hey, I want to be promoted to team lead now. And instead of your boss saying, are you sure you want to do that? Your boss goes, yeah, let's give it a chance. And then you get into it and realize that you suck at it. Yeah, and then you come to him three weeks later. And you're like, "Hey, I, I don't. I think this wasn't good for me anymore, right?" I would. I would like to command like, Z this. Yeah, your boss is like, your boss is like, all right, well, let's work on it. First of all, you got to give back the money that we gave you, and then next we gotta, <laughs> like, that's a cool boss. Yeah, a jerk boss would be like, "Are you sure you want to? Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure you have the skills to be the team lead?" Because I don't think so. That's exactly what he's telling you when he says, are you sure? The, exactly. Just the sentence, are you sure, is loaded with so much. It really is. You can't, it's it's not It's not a good thing. And then the fact that, like you said, everybody just ignores it anyway and just wants it anyway. Because you go in for your promotion, you say, hey, boss, I want a promotion. And your boss goes, are you sure? And you go, yes. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah, of course I'm sure. That's why I came and I, that's why I asked you that question in the first yeah. place, right? I'm sure I want it. Uh-huh. But if I were to get, just like we were talking about, if I delete those 350 contacts, I had that learning moment, right? 
just like that, I can go become a manager or whatever you said (laughs) and learn that I'm not good at it and be like, yeah, I want to undo. Yeah, I can learn I'm not good at it or learn what I'm not good at and then improve it. Yeah. But if you just did the are you sure, your boss just went, I don't think you're right for this. And then you go in two weeks later, you screw it up, your boss is going to come back to you and go, see, I was right. You said you were sure. I said you weren't. You're out. You're fired. Get out of here. (laughs) Exactly. So no chicken switches. No chicken switches because you might just get fired. Yeah. Or your customers will fire you. Mm -hmm. Your users, right, Patrick? Yep. They may not even fire you. They may even be worse than firing you. They may feel like they have to use your application under duress. Mm -hmm. That's even worse than if they canceled you. Yeah, man. That's a nightmare. Yeah, because you don't even know. Yeah. And in the meantime, it's the chicken switch. This whole entire time, it was the chicken switch you put in that they're ticked about, or the 10 or 15 of them you put in. They can't get their jobs done. They're so annoyed, but there's no other better alternative. So they stick with you, hating you the entire time. Yeah. And when the NPS survey comes up, Patrick, what are Mm -hmm. they going to say? They're going to give you like a seven, which is the worst position in NPS to be in. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody votes below seven, right? (laughs) No, no. Like, well, you're... They're in the they're in the position where they where the where the the customer support team won't even contact them to find out why. Yeah. Because they're looking at the ones and the twos, when they should be looking at the sevens, right? Which one's the easiest one to flip, the seven or the two? In the NPS course, this this goes into NPS again. We should do a whole episode on NPS because it's 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 ridiculous too. But most people try to get the twos. They try to get the detractors to be promoters instead of getting the the people in the middle who feel like they've been kidnapped by you mm-hmm. and just have to deal with you. Those are the people you come in and you, you talk to them and they're like, why, why did you give us seven? And they're like, you have all those uh, damn chicken switches in your application. <laughs> and you're like, would you be a 10 if we got rid of those? And they're like, yeah. You're like, okay, that's like five minutes worth of work. <laughs> <laughs> Done, gone, 10. Versus the guy that's a two because he's angry because he feels like he's getting robbed and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's going to take you years to, f- to figure out how to get that to, to at least a seven. This is interesting. Now, Patrick, I think I have an idea. So we're saying don't use chicken switches, but I have an idea to use a chicken switch. Don't use chicken switches unless on your NPS score when somebody tries to give you a two. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure you Are want to you sure it? you want to Are you sure it's a two? It's a two? <laughs> I would love, dude, I would love to see an NPS with a chicken switch in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the primary action isn't yes or no, it's just give us a 10 instead. <laughs> yeah, it's just 10. <laughs> Change my score to 10. <laughs> You're like, I hate this application. I'm giving it a one. Boop. Are you sure you want to give it a one? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm hitting that blue button right there. Boom. Oh, crap. I just gave it a 10. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. 
That won't that won't have any impact. Yeah. There won't be a bunch of customer support people running around really fast thinking that they have a 75 NPS because it's so great. <laughs> oh man. Whoa, foiled the NPS again. No chicken switches, Andy. No chicken switches. There's only one case, and I wouldn't call it a chicken switch. There's only one case where I think you need something like a chicken switch. And that's if your destructive action causes a a broader chain of events. Yes, I've used this one before. So, for example, Mm -hmm. if if your action is going to delete something else or delete something that's not being displayed... Yeah. Um, then you kind of need it, right? It's further consequences, but it's not. But it's not. Are you sure? See, this is the thing. It's not. Technically, it's not a chicken switch. It's more of. It's like information. By continuing, right? by continuing to do this, it's like, it's like delete, delete task or something, right? By continuing to delete this task, this thing, this blah blah, blah with a with a call to action button of continue, mm-hmm. right? It's it's informational. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, hey, you're dumb kind of thing. It's more like, here's what's going to, we'll let you do this, but just so you know, yeah, all of these other things are going to happen. Yeah, it'll delete four subtasks along with it, right? Yeah. And then, but you still have like an undo option at the end. That's the way to do it, Patrick. Yeah. Yep, you still have the, the, uh, the air repair. Yes. <laughs> Done. I'm glad we solved this problem for Nick. Yeah. Yeah, Nick had a big big issue with chicken switches, didn't he? I hope I hope Nick can quit using chicken switches in his designs now. <laughs> I hope he's I hope he understands. Yeah, he has to break that <laughs> habit. It's a it's a hard one to break, you know. It's it's the first thing you think of. It's like you you you're thinking of how do I do this? You get the light bulb, chicken switch because everybody does it. You know, it's it's habitual. But I think I think Nick can can quit. I think he can do it. Yeah, he can get off. He can recover. It's a twelve step program, but he can do it. Yeah, I'm sure he can do it. The hardest part of the twelve step program is apologizing to all of the users he's ever affected with his chicken mm. switches. Yeah, that's that's pretty hard to get out there. But yeah, I think he can do it. Just one, just one user at a time. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even that's not even the app that he put him in now. That's the, all the other apps that he's put him in. That's yeah, exactly. There could be millions of people affected by his his error of his ways. That's part of your repentance. That's what you have to do. So that's why it's like so important as a as a UX designer not to do it because you're gonna potentially affect thousands, potentially millions of people that are using your software with chicken switches. That then yeah. you have to reach out and apologize to them. Yeah. So. Don't do it or else you have to follow that really rigorous, difficult 12-step program. Here's how I think people can prevent themselves from using chicken switches, right? (laughs) They do this experiment the next time they're in design critique, okay? When another designer is presenting their design critique or their design, at the end of them presenting their design, all you need to do to that other designer is say, (laughs) are you sure? That's awesome. (laughs) They'll be like, yeah. And you're like, okay. (laughs) Good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter. Just ask the question, are you sure? Of everyone who gives you, who wants wants feedback. 
Yeah. Just see what just see what happens. <laughs> the best sort of critical feedback you can give. The boss comes to you, says, "Hey, you've been doing incredible work lately. Um, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a ten thousand dollar raise. You should you should look at him and be like, Are you sure? That seems like that seems like maybe a destructive thing for the business if you're giving me all that money. Like, yeah. I don't know. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, that's a good point. And then when you realize the error of your ways, you can you can go back to your UI and be like, oh, I need to strip those things out of here. Okay. Awesome, man. We done we done here, Andy? I think I think we've done our job. Okay. Okay, see you later, man. Adios. Hasta luego, Patrick. <laughs> You want to know the best way to support the podcast? And I know you do because you made it to the end of this episode. That is share it. Share it with a coworker, share it with a family member, share it with a friend, share it with whoever you want to, share it with a construction worker, share it with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just share it. Um, a couple more ways to support the podcast though. Go buy a t-shirt over at designmuch.threadless.com and then wear it with pride. And then lastly, to support the podcast, we need your topics use hashtag design much topics on social media or shoot us an email at topics at designmuch.org or just go to designmuch.org slash contact and fill out the form nice yeah good luck to you as well <laughs> see ya